This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. I know Nick fans want to talk. Maybe they don't. <laughs> I, know I, don't have a lot. I know I wouldn't be talking if I didn't have to no. be on the air. I'd just be watching something else. I, I would, oh, it was awful. Jan's in Yonkers. Jan, talk to us. Hello. How you doing, guys? We've been better. Yeah, I'm very, very angry. And I'm going to tell you something. What kind of a nightmare bloodbath beatdown was that? I actually don't know if I have the stomach to watch Game 3. Uh, I can't believe it. All year long, I think this is the worst game we've ever played. Am I, am I correct? Might be. Yeah, um, it might be the worst. I mean, it's certainly right up there. Uh-huh. I watched the whole game from start to finish. I didn't turn away. I even missed my dinner. Uh, guys, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know how we're going to respond Friday, but if the worst happens, the series will be over very soon. Thank you for taking my call. Your thoughts. All right, Jan. Thanks for the phone call. They will respond. It's only one game, Jan. Mm-hmm. Let's look at it. Think of it that way. It's just right. one game. It's not the last game. It's not like... Uh, uh, you know, it's not like game four, right, Gordon? And now you, mm-hmm. you're you on the verge of going and you have to win the next one. Otherwise, you're eliminated. You got the split. And so you're coming home now with a chance to do what you have to do, which is hold serve on home court, okay? You have to win these games at the Garden Friday and Sunday. And so that's the way it is. And you have to, Gordon, as weird as it sounds, you have to think about this game but then tomorrow you have to forget about this game and look towards game three and what adjustments you have to make to counter the adjustments that they made to you. And that's what the series is about. Mm-hmm. I mean, they adjusted to, to, to the way you played in game one. Now you have to go back and, and look, the Cavs played about as perfect a game for them as they could play tonight. Yep. The Knicks have not played a perfect, even the game one win was not a perfect win by any stretch of the imagination. So the Cavs, we talked about it uh, during the, the lead-up to Game 1, how good they were on their home court. I think they're just a 500 team on the road. Knicks have the home court advantage. So I don't want to paint it all sunshine and rainbows because I'm a little concerned myself. Mm-hmm. But um, there's still plenty of reason. You, 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 I didn't expect the Knicks to win this game tonight. I did not go right. in expecting this, them to win this game tonight. Uh, and and lucky for me, I didn't even come close, Larry. <laughs> I, that one that one was never in doubt. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's not. It's funny, right? It's not that they lost. It's how they lost. Yeah. That's the thing that got you. And Gordon, we predicted a long series anyway, so it's not uh, like yeah. nobody was talking sweep. No. All right. So you knew, and and see, this is the starting lineup that we told you about Cleveland that was better than New York. Mm-hmm. Right. This is this is the starting lineup that we were talking about, and tonight their bench outplayed the Nick bench, which has not always been the case. So that's what has to change. And once again, usually your bench plays better at home. So we'll see if the Nick bench can respond. They were very good in Game One, but not good tonight. And a couple of things has to change, Gordon. Number one. They got to be more aggressive on the loose balls. The same way they got loose balls in game one, they did right. not get them in game two. No, did not. It wasn't even close. Nope. Wasn't even close. Uh, they, they, they weren't. 
they didn't seem to be as effective on the offensive board. So you and you, what did we tell you, Gordon? You knew that uh, Mobley and Allen were going to be better because Bickerstaff was going to had burned into them after that game and at the next games and everything else about being physical and doing a better job on the glass. So you knew going in that's what it was going to be. You knew it. You you had to understand. And Gordon, they just looked on play after play, the Knicks looked like they had given up. The, the body language, like they had given up. Guys were under the basket. They were just like, well, you know, hey, he's it's a layup. I can't do anything. You know, it's just, it wasn't, it, it just, it, it was just unnerving, the look of it, right? Not saying they gave up. It's the playoffs. They don't, you don't give up in the postseason. But they just looked helpless. They looked lost. They looked like they weren't expecting this type of, of energy from Cleveland when you had to know that's what they were going to do. You, you had to know. You had to know. And uh, that was one of the first things you would think about is, is how are they going to weather this storm early on? Cleveland's going to come out in the first quarter and, and, and really put it to you. And they didn't really in the first – the Knicks got off to a halfway decent start in the first quarter. It was that second quarter where they just kept turning the ball over and, and, and Cleveland just kept scoring – uh, this has to be the Knicks' worst game of the series. Yes. The Knicks cannot afford another game like this. So in some ways, I'm almost uh, it's almost better that you just get blown out rather than losing yes. on, on a shot at the buzzer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are things you clearly have to fix. The, Knicks, the two things the Knicks have to do in this series is they have to be better on the boards and their bench has to be better than Cleveland. And neither of those things were true tonight. Taj is in the story. Taj, you join us on 98.7 ESPN. Hi, uh, thanks for taking my call. Hey, Taj. Yeah, I'm just trying to be optimistic on a day like today because I called before regular season. I said Knicks would be in the playoff, and a lot of people were skeptical, including the host. And here we are, and we're also in a better position than Golden State Warriors. At least we got the split. And now we, all we have to do is make it count at the Garden with the fan support, you know? I hear you, Taj. Um, you're right. That's it. it it's, it's very simple, but... Once again, the question is, will you get support from your bench? Thanks for the phone call. Will you? Will the bench come back and play the way that they have played normally? And the biggest concern you have is the fact that Emmanuel Quickly has not been that guy that has led the bench the way he did coming down the stretch of the season, of the regular season. And you couple that with the fact that R.J. Barrett who in the rotation slides over as the remaining starter to help have a specific score that you can go to when you need to make a basket on that on the on the bench when the when the reserves come in the second unit has not been that guy either. So where are you getting these points from? And tonight, Gordon, the fact that they did not score affected their defense. So now you didn't score, plus you gave up points. You turned the ball over. It was just it, it was just very uncharacteristically played that you just don't see from the Knicks. And I would not be relying on the Nick crowd because if the Knicks put up anything like that kind of performance, they'll hear it from the crowd. Oh, yeah. But it won't be the support that they're looking for, for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Roscoe's in Brooklyn. Roscoe, you're next on 98.7. They did a great trolling job tonight on us. You know that, right, guys? by putting Reggie Miller. I had to listen to Reggie. You didn't have to. You could have listened to to, to, to Mike Breen and and Clyde. I did, Gordon. Gordon, I did. Don't, don't, like, like, 
Did R.J. Barrett even play today? Was Randall even – why didn't they sit Randall down and put O.B. topping? And then Mitchell, Mitchell Robinson, you cried about, hey, this is not a uh, – uh, what was it that he, he, he was crying about a couple of weeks more, ago that I defended him? wants to play. Him? More oh, offense. He, he wanted more offense. We gave him more offense, guys. What'd he do? What'd he do? Nothing. Nothing. And then, and then my whole thing is, it's just R.J. Barrett, bro. Like, listen, man. Listen, we got we to gotta package this up. Like, we're going to win the series. But today was just a, a smack in the face how R.J. Barrett was a no-show. DeMarcus, what was the kid's name from Cleveland? DeMarcus, uh, I don't even, lit us up. RJ, Darius Garland, Darius Garland, Caris Levert, both. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> both Roscoe. Thanks for the might phone Might be call. somebody else that might be shooting <laughs> baskets right now. I don't know. Yeah, both of them lit the Knicks up. There's no question. About it. And listen, Donovan Mitchell didn't even hurt him. No, seventeen Not, points. You'd you'd sign for that. I know. Thirteen assists. And Gordon Damer on ninety-eight point seven ESPN. Need that, right? I no. do not think you'd need to see the film from this one. No, I don't need to see the film. I know, I know how bad. The second quarter was devastating. It was just, it, it was, it was unbelievable. They just melted right before your eyes, Gordon. They, they were, they were, just. They turned the ball over. They couldn't hit shots. They didn't get back on defense. They didn't close out on threes. They, they just had a mental lapse that you can't have in the postseason. You can't. Teams are too good. You don't, you don't come. It's not the regular season where you're down twenty and you come back. It's not like that. It's not like that. Well, you'd like to think that there would be a run at some point, right? They start they start finally connecting on some shots. They start finding something, and it never really felt like they did. And they had a small opportunity in that third quarter. Yeah, it felt Cleveland, like it felt like the Cavs were sleeping a little bit. Yeah, they got they they, they were comfortable with the lead, mm-hmm. And they started missing shots, and the Knicks just couldn't find a way to get back into it. They just you just couldn't get that run going. So, you know, it was just it was a it was bad. It was bad. Uh, back to the phones we go. Gary's in the Big Apple. What's up, Gar? How you doing? What's going Hello? on, Gary? I'm here. Yeah. What do you got? Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, I very rarely. Uh, out Brunson, but today I thought Brunson was shot taking too much early. He needs to get uh, Ob Barrett and uh, Grimes in the game more in the beginning. I hear what you're saying, Gary. So, so uh, thanks for the phone call. So I get it. You didn't like the tempo. You're probably right. But listen, ladies and gentlemen, let's let's take a moment. Let's have a deep breath, okay? I I think R.J. Barrett's a really nice kid. I think Obi Toppin's a really nice kid. But Gordon, they have not shown you that, you know, that we need to get them going. <laughs> this is this is not RJ Barrett. Yeah, you need to get him going, but you know, this is not He's got to get himself going a little bit. He has bit. to get himself going. They're giving him the ball. He's it's not like they're freezing him out. Nope. Okay, this is not what do you take? Not, 12 shots? 13 shots? Yeah, this is not Stefan Marbury saying Keith Van Horn missed the shot. He's not getting the ball back. Right. <laughs> That's not what this is. He's not producing. And and Obi Toppin did not play as well as he did in game one. He didn't. He just didn't. It happens. And defensively, he wasn't good. And so in a situation where you need stops to help get you back in games, because before you score, you got to get stops. 
I mean, you know, I understand about the young kids. I do, and they have improved. Obi's better. He's gotten a little better. But to say that, well, you know, Brunson's got to get him going. No, 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 no. What Brunson has to do is to make sure the starters get going. And it just seems, Gordon, it seems, again, this is the issue sometimes with Grimes. When he has to defend a very uh, aggressive offensive player, it takes away from his offense. And him on Donovan Mitchell has taken away from his offense in the first couple of games. And so, and you see him getting the three, and he's almost like, I got to rush and get this three off. So I know he has a quick release, but he's rushing it like a, a beat or, or, or so too quick that he needs to just set your feet and let it go. He's not doing that. Yeah, they, they got to figure out a way to get him going, to get quickly going. Hopefully Josh Hart is closer to 100%. Uh, whatever you can get from R.J. Barrett, uh, you know, it, it can't just be the Brunson and Randall show. Mm-hmm. Nope. Uh, and and even they even those guys were not good tonight. I mean, neither of those guys were good tonight. Nope, not at all. Dante's in Queens. What's up, Dante? Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Um, I understand, you know, it's a split, and you know, technically you still have the home court. Now, if they would have lost this game and been competitive by a couple of points, you're disappointed. But you're like, but the way you got smoked. It's, it's starting to give me like 21 Atlanta vibes, and yep. and that's not good. And I'm not confident going into game three. And you got a lot of, you know, useless guys not earning their money. Barrett, IQ, Toppin, Grimes is very comfortable with being mediocre. And it's just... You know, guy, guy, guys aren't 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 doing aren't doing their jobs, and I don't know what's behind it. Extreme nervousness, but it's it, it's 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 just it's just not good. And Tibbs needs to make adjustments, and you know these guys need to like realize, like, listen, you know, you're, you're gonna, you know, you got to play with some type of pride. You know, it's it's like you were just embarrassed tonight. And then after Cleveland was complaining about all of the they, – they were looking like the mentally weak team the last couple days. And and you started off well. You had a 10-point lead. And I don't really understand where the bottom just fell out. But, you know, it wouldn't be the Knicks if they didn't embarrass their fan base every now and then. But, you know, thanks for taking my call. All right, Dante, thanks for the phone call. Gordon, this is where we just let, you know, let people vent. Yes. Woosa, woosa. You know, take it easy. Get it, mm-hmm. over. Get it over with. I hear what you're saying, Dante. It's one game. Okay? Yes, and Gordon mentioned it, so I get what you're saying about the Atlanta. It, it's a little Absolutely. flashback. It does. It, it makes you – it's a little chill. A little chill went down your spine. I understand it. But let's wait and see how they respond. And you have a veteran head coach, Gordon, who now has to look at what happened and make the adjustments – and find ways to make their offense better. And how he's got to do that is, Gordon, they've got to pick up the pace. They, when they get into a half court, it is, it's like they're, they're, they're walking through mud. Yeah. You know, and, it's, and it's Cleveland's defense be, in that second quarter yeah, uh, was, was stifling. Yes, absolutely. Stifling. So they have to do a little bit, and I know it's, it's you know they got to pick it up a little bit where they can get down and get some things done before Cleveland sets their their, their defense down there. So 
and, and all this dribbling, you got to move without the basketball. So these are things, Gordon, this one game, these mm-hmm. are things that you saw, you look at, coaches watch it. They, they, they're watching the video on the way back to, you know, the Big Apple right now, and they'll make the adjustments. And we'll see how the team executes, okay, when they come back on Friday night. But one thing, they have to be themselves. And being the Knicks means playing physical. And they have to go back to playing physical. They were out physical in this game. They can't do that. If the, if the goal for game three is they have to respond, this performance is the best kind of performance. Like, if you're not going to respond off of this performance, well, then the series is going to be over real quick. Yeah, you're right. More of your calls are next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. On 98.7 ESPN. Bases loaded for the Mm -hmm. Dodgers. One Mm -hmm. out. A big hit here. It could be over. It could be over with Kershaw pitching. Kershaw pitching, yeah. It could be. Now, hopefully, maybe we can get to the bullpen. But, uh, you know, it's not looking good right now. Big inning. Big big part of the game. That's why last night was so big. Absolutely. Absolutely. Coming back a couple, you know, blowing a lead, getting back. I mean, that was a back and forth game last night. My head was spinning after that game. <laughs> Rightfully <laughs> so. What's going on? Like, oh, it's, just, it's too early for games like that. It's April. Stop. Unbelievable. Let's go back to the phones. Buddha's in the Bronx. Hey, Buddha, you're next on 98.7. Hey, what's going on, my guys? How you doing? Buddha. You know, um, before I get into the Knicks and the Sixers, uh, you know, Last time we spoke, you know, I, I heard all this stuff about how the Warriors were going to do this and that mm-hmm. against the Kings. I mean, like, guys, come on. I hate to tell you, I'd say I told you so, but, like, the Warriors have been a, really not a good team all year. And I don't know why people were thinking that they were just going to run through these um, Kings. Like, come on, man. Like, you know, the Draymond Green stuff aside, come on. They have not played well. They they haven't, you know? Yeah, you're right, Buddha. They haven't, and they've been especially bad on the road. And so these two games are just, you know, it's really the way they've played all year on the road. So I just think that, you know, because of Steph Curry, because of the fact that they are the champs, you, 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 you're kind of reluctant to um, say, you know, they're not, they're done. And especially with getting, you know, a couple of players back that they had lost for, you know, for the season. I mean, look, it it does have a different feel to that series now that you've seen the Kings go out and win the two games. But all the Kings have done is hold the hold court at home. I mean, they have to they have to go and, and, you know, make sure that they finish this off. Would would it really that surprise you if, 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 uh, you know, they go to Golden State and the Warriors win a game three and then all of a sudden things will have a different feel then, too? No, I wouldn't be surprised if the Warriors win a game three or game four. But the series still goes seven seven games. That's all okay. I'm saying. Yeah. But but you know, listen, with the Knicks and then with the Sixers, real quick with the Knicks. Um, you know, let me provide a little Havarti for this wine that you guys have been getting here all night. I mean, look, the Knicks split. Um, I, I I wouldn't be happy with the way that they lost the second game, but it's still sort of mission accomplished. And uh, you know, I, I just say this much with, with, with the bench and R.J. Barrett. With the bench, I mean, Tibbs is a very stubborn guy. You're going to have to give McBride a couple of minutes defensively to give Grimes and Barrett you know, a break. Quickly has to play better. But in order for Quickly to play better, he's got to get in there a little bit earlier. 
And, you know, he's got to get into the flow of the game. I mean, R.J. Barrett, I love you to death. This is not about where you were drafted, your homegrown guy, nothing like If I'm Tibbs, you got one more quarter, one more quarter <laughs> to come out here and look like you don't know how to play basketball and that you didn't go to Duke University and all that. And then I got to move on from you. Whether it's hard playing more minutes, whether it's a combination of quickly and hard playing more minutes, whatever it's got to be. And also, I'm sending um, Sims in there. Um, he's got to get some goon minutes for that foul mm-hmm. against uh, Julius Randle. Yep. You know, listen, he's got to get some goon minutes. I, I mean, period. Julius Randle's not 100%. And, you know, Obi Toppin didn't play well this game. He played better the first game. But uh, Julius Randle, what the hell was he in there for? They were getting blown out. This yeah, is stupid stuff, man. This is that stuff that makes you get mad at the coach. Yep. But yep. not my team, so I'm not going to go crazy for that. I'll just say this much. And, you know, this is the stuff that I keep trying to talk to y'all about. You know, not just y'all. You know, everybody in the state. Listen, the Sixers, everything all I hear is Joel and B this, Joel and B that. I done told y'all. I know what I'm getting from Embiid. I know what I'm getting from Maxi. The two guys on that team that I don't know what I'm getting from night to night is Tobias Harris, and I'll give him credit. These last two games, he's played well. But here we go. James Harden, you know, the receding hairline, you know, the, the lemon and pepper wings at the strip club, all this other stuff here. You played a great game the first game. You come out here and you get eight points in the next game? I can't depend on that in the play. You think Boston, you know, the part that annoyed me about that game yesterday is it's not about, you know, what, what the Sixers did offensively. Defensively, they had guys wide open for three. You think when you play Boston that Tatum, Brown, White, uh, even uh, the numbskull guy, you think they're going <laughs> to the, 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 – I forgot his name, the light skin dude. You know what I'm talking about. You think that they're going to sit there and they're going to miss all those three-pointers one after the other after the other? And that's what stresses you as a team. When you have a player on your team who is in a role that you need him to, de- you need to depend on him, but you can't depend on him. Sucks, man. I hear you, Buddha. I hear what you're saying. And, and listen, we said it last night too. Thanks for the phone call. This is James Harden. This is playoff Harden. <laughs> that was playoff Harden mm-hmm. last night. It was. There's no question. I'm yesterday afternoon, rather. It was playoff Harden. That's what it was. So, um, you know, for, unfortunately for you, you know, you're able to get by with with a win like that. And listen, Paul Reed has been unbelievable for you coming off the bench. I know you weren't expecting us to even mention Paul Reed. Paul Reed's been very good, very good coming off the bench. Richard to Manhattan. What's up, Richard? Hi, Larry Gordon. You know, too much doom and gloom. It's only one game. Doesn't mean anything. Nothing. I mean something. Throw it away. Yeah, but I mean, it does mean something. It doesn't mean nothing. I mean, uh, Gordon, you got to win four games. You got to lose four games. Right. No, I understand. We weren't going to win all four games. Okay. Right. Hopefully, you don't lose another one like this. This (laughs) means nothing to game three. Why? What difference does it make? Absolutely means nothing to game. Well, I I don't think it means anything to game three. Of course not. It's not like game one was all that flawless of a performance either. It wasn't like this was just a blip. Right. Grimes wasn't right. good in game one. So uh, if you uh, want to look positively, we can't play any worse one. when you combine game one and game two. 
I mean, if we do, then we don't even deserve to be on the court with these guys. So let's see if Tibbs is able and the home crowd is able to pump everything up, and let's see what will happen in game three. Listen, I remember one series, Celtics, and uh, Larry, you probably remember this, mid-'80s, and what did they call it, the Memorial Day Massacre? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I don't remember. The Celtics killed the Lakers, yeah. and then the Lakers came back and won the series. Mm-hmm. And they must, the first game, was they won by 40 points, the Celtics. And then I'll give you another example. In 72, the Knicks played a flawless game against the uh, Lakers game one. Flawless. They played great. They won the first game. Never Lakers won another came one. back and swept four straight after Never that. won another one. But, That's Richard, right. I so, hear what you're saying. It, I do. It means nothing, Larry. I, I hear I what you're saying. You burn the tape. Don't even yes. watch the game. You set your game plan for game number three. We went there and accomplished what we – the good thing is nobody got injured. Nobody – you know, Almost. nothing happened hope, that made I it – right, Well, we know, that we know of, you know. Yeah. Nobody had to come out of the game. The fact that those guys were in at the end of the game, that's fine. Randall wants to build up his win. Beautiful. Uh, uh, maybe Brunson wanted to atone for his bad play. Hey, it's all good. We go to game three. Fellas, always a pleasure. And don't worry, we're going to be okay, Tibbs. I have a lot of faith in Tibbs, and uh, I, I trust we're going to have a good game on, on Friday night. Always a pleasure, fellas. Thank you, guys. You're welcome, Richard. But once again, here's our job. Yes, we're fans. And, and I understand what you're saying. Of course, logically, we know that it's only one game. Logically, we know we can cite series throughout history, as you gave a couple of examples where it doesn't matter. But Richard, also, our job here is to analyze what we saw. And that's why we that's why we sound gloom and doom, because that's what we saw. <laughs> I don't think that we're saying that the series is over or the Knicks are done uh, or anything oh. like that, but this was a concerning performance. I think you'd be – I mean, anything that was – that you wanted to see the Knicks go out there and do tonight in game two, they did not do. They played nope. a terrible game. And if they play another game like this in the series, I, I, I feel very confident in saying they will not win the series. And maybe we would be able to be a little bit more level-headed if tonight's game didn't feel like a whole lot like uh, two years ago against Atlanta. Yeah, it just does. I, I, you know, I think this, was my, this might have been a worse performance than even in that series. There's no question about it because it was one guy. Because of what they did to Julius Randle, right? Mm-hmm. And you knew mm-hmm. going in that if they were going to do that to Randle, it would be tough for you to win. And, and, and the other thing here, very simply, Gordon, this is a better team. It is a better team. So you expect more from them. Yeah. It's a better team. If they, and if they were playing, look, all respect to Cleveland, as we have, they have the better record. They, have, they are the higher seed. But if this was Boston or if this was Milwaukee, Gordon, you wouldn't feel the same way. Because no. you'd expect it, because they're much better than you are. Cleveland, the 4-5 matchup usually means that the teams are very close to each other. So they are a couple of players away from being very equal teams. They're really kind of the same team in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Well, it should be a far more competitive series. And I was one that went into the series saying the Knicks didn't need to win the series to still have a successful year, but they couldn't have it look like it did two years ago. And tonight felt like it was two years ago. That's all we're saying. We're not yep. saying it's over, Richard. We're not. No, we're just I saying hope that, that. I mean, you, you better respond. Because if you, you don't respond to. in game three after that butt kicking, yeah. then I got to kind of question some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But they, I'm confident they will respond. Yeah. Lord, yeah. Because you have to respond the way you were beaten. You have no choice but to respond that way. You have no choice. Gordon, I was angry. I didn't even play. 
Right. <laughs> you got no minutes. I had no minutes. Like, you were like Fournier on the end of the bench. Exactly. You didn't even play. And I was angry. I wasn't even in Cleveland and I was angry. 1-800-919-3776. We'll have some more conversation next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.